Hey traders, David Frost, my strategic forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Wednesday, March 22, 2023. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? Today was Kabuki Theater. It was Fed Day. It was Reversal Day. It was a Selvin News Day. Now, we didn't know all those things were going to happen, but we discussed the fact that either way the market was going to move, which way was kind of a guess at the time. However, that being said, the technicals are still valid. What do I mean by that? We took a look at this trend line last night, and the high here coincided, or at least the trend line, coincided with the big fat round number of 400, give or take, a breakdown candle high that had a high of 401.50, and the downsloping trend line that is valid by virtue of connecting this high and this high. And therefore, we see what happened also coinciding with, forgot to mention, the 50-period moving average. So you had a confluence of things going on up there. Now, being that it was Fed Day, the market is all over the place, In the heat of the moment, very difficult to step in front of the market as she's rising while the Fed or after the Fed gave its announcement and while Jerry's giving his speech slash answers to questions. Not tremendous volume, a pickup in volume from the average, but not by much, but it is a bona fide reversal day. We could also make a case it was around an on-time type of situation. A lot of tinfoil hat stuff going on this week. We talked about that last night. And just for the record, here's something we discussed at the end of the morning session in the live room. And it was this. You don't know which way the market's going to go. But the way I'm programmed to think is from a contrarian perspective. I'm always thinking the market's trying to trick me into thinking it's doing the thing it's doing but it's really going to do the other thing that it wants me to believe it's not going to do. How do you like them apples? Might want to rewind the tape and listen to that one again. But case in point was today and the last several days, the market's rising. Is it a bear market bounce or is it a new bull market? Now, again, we don't know the answer to that question. Why is that? Because we still have our trend line. Irene, above the trend line, she's bullish. Below the trend line, she's not. Now, can she come back and run another test of the trend line and bounce off? And the answer is, yes, she can. How many times is she going to do that? The trend line is the line in the sand. Let's take something else into account from a technical perspective. From this low to this high today and back down already, this is right on top of maybe a few pennies short of a 50% retracement. It's garden variety. From here, what traders are looking for is A, do we get a snap back type situation or do we get follow through? And remember, the trend line is the bogey. What about inside the numbers? Was any money made today inside the numbers? Even on a quiet Fed day, what happened? Were we able to take advantage of any market movements, not only inside the numbers, but in the live room? Is anybody in the live room making money? By the way, if you are, post it under the video. Please don't be shy. 
So the early thoughts were it's hump day, it's Jerry's day. They're going to move them regardless of what the Fed does or doesn't do. They did move them. Picking the direction was the hard part. After the morning rush, the market goes into sleep mode, chop shop formation, all that stuff. It's the same stuff with each FOMC announcement type day. After the announcement, the EKG, the market goes back and forth. We're just setting the table, setting the stage, so everybody has an understanding of what's going on. They were in the midst, still, of a goose operation this morning. Goose operation into the Fed announcement. So let's say they're still in the midst of a goose operation for higher prices. $399.75 is some unfinished business, and it's also really close to the next big fat round number of SPY 400. Pay attention. It's important, magnetic, and overhead resistance. What does that mean? That means it's going to be a short scalp with potential. 398.40 is a spot of importance. Below opens a door for other stuff. Pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart to double check the work. Let's get to the meat and potatoes. 9.15, we might get some movement that produces a trade opportunity, maybe. Prevailing wisdom is she's going to be rather quiet and in a tight range. However, if, and that's a big if, but if Mrs. Market reaches the zone around 399.75 to 400, give or take, on both ends, it's a give or take on both ends, that's what I meant, there will likely be a reaction back down for a short scalp with potential opportunity. 399.75 to 400. How you doing? We think better in pictures. Right at the vertical is today's activity. You see what happened right here. They ran up to finally about an hour into the day, 399.75. We took the short. We rode the short down. You took your base hit, went about your business, and that's the end of the story. Never out of the money. It was a rather easy trade. They're not all easy, but we like the easy ones. So this information was given when? 9.15, 15 minutes before the opening bell. Pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart to double check the work. It's all in here. They were slow, they were creeping. We just kept saying the same thing. Still a short scalp, 399.75. You see it over and over and over again until what you see is show time for the Bears to play defense at 399.75. Could spike it to 400, it's not a big deal, it's a quarter away. Closing candles above another quarter opens a door, so that's our stop. We don't want to ride it up for another leg higher to 401.75, so therefore it's at risk. That's what it means, meaning the trade is at a point of importance, it's at a risk of opening the door for another leg higher, therefore it's really at the best place to take the trade. We had a myriad of traders inside the numbers and in the live room take the trade, and as a result, they got paid accordingly. Pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart to double check the work. There's your reaction back down. 12 minutes, not bad. And that was really the end of the day because after the morning rush, the market goes quiet and we're not gonna trade the Kabuki theater. It's a spectator sport. Back to the early thoughts, read this one. First, we'll have the morning rush hour where traders jockeying for position will either take or give their pound of flesh. We took the pound of flesh from the traders hopping on the long side. We got our pound of flesh in a short scalp with potential. Stocks on the move. We had two on the board, Boeing and Google. Boeing did its thing. 
A lot of traders in the room got a piece of flesh at a Boeing as well. What's going on over in Camp IWM? We've been talking about this. It's either going to break out of the range on the upside and run into these moving averages, or they're going to run down and test the lower end where it's going to be showtime for the Bulls to play defense. Otherwise, there's another leg lower. Remember the unfinished business. That's not necessarily the same as it was before, not after the most recent bounce and this activity today. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take this off the board. Whether they bounce there or not, doesn't really matter. Not now. Remember, bounce in a downtrend below all these moving averages on the weekly chart. This chart looks terrible. It's a shit show. Same to similar routine with the folks down at the transportation department. We've been talking about this. It's this until it's not. They either break to the upside into the moving averages or they break the lows for another leg lower. This is a bearish pattern, eating time off the clock in a wedgish type of formation. It doesn't matter what you want to label it or call it. This is what it is. It's bearish. What about the Q people? Reversal on the chart, but also look what they did. They ran a test of the recent high. We talked about this last night, I believe. And they reversed from a spike of that high. Spike the high, drop them back down in the other direction. Spike the low, rip them back up in the other direction. Where have you heard that before? What about the weekly chart of the Qs? Nothing wrong with the weekly chart. I'm not going to say this is bearish. This is still bullish. Doesn't mean they can't come down if the rest of the market, namely the S&P, comes down. But I'm just looking at this chart from a weekly chart perspective and saying the weekly chart still is not bearish. It's still eating time off the clock in a bullish formation. About the banks, the XLF, a lot is going to hinge on the banks. Powell had his press conference. The Fed had their meeting. They have a banking crisis situation on their hands. What they would like you to believe, and everybody to believe, is that they've resolved the problem. They shored up the banks they needed to. They've guaranteed the deposits. They've instilled confidence in the system. Nothing to see here. That's what the Fed would like you to believe. It's up to you whether you would like to believe the contagion or crisis or whatever has come up over the last few weeks is over or not. Spike the high and rip it back down in the other direction for Smash Mouth. But keep in mind, another one similar to the Qs on the daily chart above all the moving averages, nothing wrong with this chart. Weekly chart, nothing wrong with this chart. Looks like the Q weekly chart. Guess what? Above this 100 period moving average, they're still poised to make another push higher. Whether they do or do not, is going to be dependent in large part on the rest of the tape. But just looking at this chart, and we treat each chart independent of one another, there's nothing wrong with this weekly chart. It's still in a bullish formation. Doesn't mean it can't come back down. Today, the read is it's a bullish formation. Here's a chart of GLD. And there's a method to the madness. We don't need this. Doesn't mean anything. I just want to discuss gold and discuss what I was watching as the Fed gave their announcement and Jerry was giving his press conference. Gold was rising. Now, he kind of hinted that they're going to slow down. It's 25 basis point increase, maybe one more. Whatever he said doesn't really matter. Is that really enough to have gold spiking? So gold was up 30 bucks today. It was up a little more earlier, but it's up 30 bucks. A lot of that move 
was as a result of the Fed. Look here. This is the candle ending at 2.30. The announcement came out at 2 o'clock. Press conference started at 2.30, I think. So gold took off. And did it take off because the gold market thinks that the Fed is going to slow? So gold took off? Or was gold not buying the story that everything is fine and the quote-unquote fear trade, flight to safety, whatever you want to call it trade, is on? For me, that was a little bit of a tell. I was watching gold. Still, long-term uptrend, as I've been saying for quite a while. Fed day, I got everything discussed that I wanted to. A lot will depend on what the reaction or follow-through or whatever happens on Thursday is going to set the tone going forward. So therefore, we'll give it a wrap here. Have I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you? Without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. So we're going to, again, pull the ripcord. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.